Hey everybody, Anton Crayley here again, and welcome to another episode of the E-Commerce Lifestyle Podcast. Uh, so I did an episode, I guess it was last week, late last week, and it was about where to put your cash. So kind of what to do, where to invest, where I invest, and what I would recommend other people do. Um, if you haven't listened yet, go back. It's just titled, What You Gonna Do With All That Cash? And that episode got some great feedback. It got lots of comments on social media, and we got a few emails in from people as well, just kind of asking for different advice on different opportunities that they see. And because of that, I did want to expand on that, uh, my thoughts, I guess, a little bit. Um, specifically, a different way to kind of look at assets when you're looking to invest. Again, this is kind of expanding on what I spoke about last time. So if you haven't heard the first one, go back because that's really like my primary thought process and I guess a strategy behind investing cash that the business kicks out. But what I want to talk about today, I guess, is a lesson that I got from one of my favorite movies. If you haven't seen it yet, go download it right now. Go on whatever you use, Netflix, iTunes, whatever, and check out the movie There Will Be Blood. Uh, it came out, I think, in 2007, and it's with Daniel Day-Lewis. In my opinion, it's his best movie ever. Uh, just an amazing movie all around, like amazing acting by everyone, amazing plot, amazing scenery. They just, they, they nailed it. Again, it's called There Will Be Blood. It takes place like late 19 19th century, early 20th century, uh, basically in the States when oil is becoming a thing and when people are starting to basically build businesses around the oil industry. So in the movie, the guy, Daniel Day-Lewis, his, I guess, arch nemesis, the character, is this guy named Eli. And in the beginning of the movie, the guy, Daniel Day-Lewis, is trying to buy Eli's family's land because Daniel Day-Lewis knows that there's oil under it and he's trying to make a deal so he can get access to that oil. So basically the guy, Eli, you know, the deal never works out. He won't do it. And uh, at the end of the movie, you know, there's obviously a whole bunch of twists and turns that happen. But at the end of the movie, the guy, Eli, is like super desperate basically, and he needs cash. So he goes to Daniel Day-Lewis, who at this point in the movie is super successful, you know, huge oil baron, uh, literally generating like the most oil from anyone in the country. Um, and then the guy, Eli, comes to him and he's like, listen, like, you know, I, I really want to make this deal happen now. Will you, you know, give me money? Will you buy my, my land, my family's land? And the guy, Daniel Day-Lewis, is not uh, not in a good state of mind at that point in the movie. But he uh, he basically gives Eli an example of why his land is now worthless. And he says to Eli, listen, picture you have a milkshake and picture I have a milkshake and picture I'm all the way over here on the other side of the room. But I have a straw that reaches all the way over to your milkshake. Guess what happens? I drink your milkshake. And that's how he explained to him that by buying land all around Eli's family's land and basically building his oil farms, they were able to suck up all the oil underneath everyone's land, including Eli's. So he was basically over uh, able to overtake that business and he was able to buy that oil at land prices. And this is really the, the key message, okay? The key here is he bought oil, which is worth, I don't know, 100, 1,000 times, probably more, worth more than the actual land, but he paid land prices. So this is a key. When you're trying to spend your cash and invest into businesses, you have to look at what value you're buying at. And when I say what value, I don't just mean what multiple. You know, I don't mean someone says, okay, I want 30X monthly net, and you say, okay, I'll give you 25X monthly net. Like, yeah, that's all great and well as far as negotiating goes. But what I'm talking about is what value are you paying in terms of the assets that you're getting? So 
in that scenario, right, the, the main character, he paid, again, for property, which was worth basically nothing, and what he got in return was the ability to suck all of this oil out of the ground, not just under the property that he bought, but the properties all around, because that's how oil works, it's all connected, and he was able to extract all that and turn it into dollars. So I'll give you some real examples of how this transitions, I guess, into to e-commerce, or if you're buying really any type of website or business, uh, but this, I could totally tie in and relate to a conversation that I had, I think it was on Friday, with uh, a guy from Dropship Lifestyle. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give his name, but he, because I don't know, I didn't ask him if I could. But he's a huge part of Dropship Lifestyle, a huge part of the community. Uh, definitely, you know, someone I'd consider a friend. And we were talking because he kind of had some questions and was looking for some advice uh, for a business he was planning on buying. Now, this business that he's planning on buying is not one that he found on any website brokerage. It's not one that was, you know, listed on all the websites trying to sell websites, which is fine, but the way that he found it is because this company is actually one of his suppliers. So he runs a dropshipping store, sells for a bunch of different brands, and he noticed that one of the brands that he sells for, that he sells a lot of product for, basically sent out an email to him and the, their other retailers and they said, listen, we're selling our products right now at, I think it was 10% over your wholesale cost. We're removing our map policy for the next X amount of weeks. And basically what they were trying to do is just clear out all their in, uh, all their inventory. They were trying to get rid of everything. So he did what you know I think is the right move to make and he reached out to them and he basically wanted to see what was going on. And what he learned is that this company, right, this, this brand, this, this manufacturer, this supplier of his, they're involved in a much bigger industry than the one that he's in, and they own other product lines and other product types in other industries where they've been established for a lot longer and where their company is making a lot more money. So what they're basically looking to do at this point, they decided that the industry that, that he's in, that that brand that they had built there, that physical product brand, basically isn't worth them proceeding with. But they're not looking to sell it, right? They were just looking to clear out inventory and then move on or stick with what they have that's working better for them as a business. Now, what's crazy here, you know, again, what value are you paying? He was trying to figure out, okay, I'm already selling these products. I want to get into having my own product line anyway. How can I actually work out a deal where I could basically take over this brand, right? Now, normally, if you want to buy a business, buy a brand, you are paying valuations on the brand, on their revenue, on their profit, right, on their trademarks. You're paying a value on everything that they've spent years building up, all their social media accounts, their email lists, their followings. Normally, when you're buying a business, like a physical product brand, you're paying for all of that. But because this company has basically made that decision that they're just going to liquidate their inventory and, again, stick with their other more established products product lines, what he is negotiating right now, it's not definitely not a done deal yet, but what he's negotiating is literally buying out their remaining inventory. Again, products that he's proven to sell because he's selling them every day on his website already. And in this deal, he may be able to buy their inventory at wholesale cost or maybe a small markup. And in addition to just getting that inventory, get their website, get their trademark, get their supplier connections, get their retailer connections, get all the graphics they've invested into, get their email list, get all their social media pages, which again, if you just wanted to buy a business like this, like if I had a, you know, a, a brand called Anton's Desks and I was selling that, you wouldn't be paying me wholesale costs for my desks and getting my entire business. But because he saw this opportunity there, because this company honestly is, you can call it distress, 
invest in this market and they're not looking to really just even be involved anymore because they have something else that is their cash cow, well, guess what? He might be able to get this deal, again, where the, the value he's paying, the valuation is based on inventory, not all that other IP, not all those other assets that are gonna be included in the deal. And then what can he do with this? Obviously take it, turn it into something much bigger, have the full energy and focus on it and be able to have a much more valuable asset than what he's paying for it. Now, this is something that just like when you know you first get into e-commerce and you're looking for product ideas, you see opportunity everywhere. You know, like for for me, I talk about this in my e-commerce training programs, but just going on a on a walk somewhere, I see product opportunities everywhere. Different things I could research, different things I could potentially sell. Well, when you're in an industry and when that's your primary focus, right? Not when you have you know 50 different stores, but when you are dominating an industry, you know the the person I'm speaking of does consistently well over six figures a month in sales on that in that one industry. Uh, you know he's there, he's in it every day. He can see opportunities like this where this company sent him an email saying, hey, you know, for the next X amount of weeks, Map is not really a thing anymore and you can only pay whatever it was, again, a 10 or 20% markup on our products. He saw that opportunity to call them and now he's in the process of negotiating a deal where he can have his own established uh, company already that has ins with, I'm not gonna give names, but some of the biggest retailers and biggest online retailers already and no, not just Wayfair or Hay Needle, but some of the biggest and most established ones where he can possibly take this thing over and have his own physical product brand. Now, before that, right, another place that's good to invest business, uh, invest business, invest money, is obviously into building your own product lines. But think about the benefits you can get if you can negotiate a deal like this because now you don't need to create your own unique products. You don't need to figure out who's gonna manufacture it. You don't need to figure out how it's gonna be manufactured. You don't need to build the website, the marketing material, the, get the professional photos done. You get it all. So um, that's definitely another good way, guys, to invest money. You know, don't just look at the, the land or don't look at the ground. Look for the oil in the ground. Look for the things that you could get on top of what you're buying that may be hidden to the actual buyer or that the buyer may just be so done with, they just wanna move on. Or like in this scenario that I'm talking about right now, they just have another business that has been their primary focus for decades, so they're just you know moving on. So if you could find that, you can pay value at land costs and you can get value in oil costs. Huge key when investing in businesses, keep that in mind. Again, you're not gonna find it on any brokerage, even though there's you know nothing wrong technically with buying sites from brokerages, but look for the oil, look for those opportunities, keep your eyes opened, and the deeper you get into your industry, the more deals like this you're gonna come across, or I should say the more deals like this you're going to be able to manifest, to create, and to make happen. So um, I'll keep you guys posted with uh, with my buddy, the, the guy from Dropship Lifestyle, if this deal goes through and whatever happens with it happens with it. But uh, I just thought I would share that with you because if you're not looking for it, you're never gonna see it. So um, yeah, hope you guys find that useful or valuable or whatever. If you do, definitely let me know. Go to ecommercelifestyle.com click on episodes and then you could see every single podcast I've ever published and uh, get, get engaged there. Like leave a comment, let me know what you think. Let me know what you wanna hear more of, what you wanna hear less of. And this isn't meant to be a daily podcast or anything like that, but it's funny. It's been pretty much daily so far. Uh, but yeah, just uh, make sure you're subscribed on iTunes, on whatever, Pocket Cast, on Stitcher, whatever you use. And whenever I publish a new one, you will get notified. So thanks everybody and I'll see you in the next episode of E-Commerce Lifestyle. Bye.